Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. When you're healing from childhood wounds, you can often feel like you're betraying your family. Almost like you've traded seats with them and now you're the one doing the hurting, right? These conflicting emotions of, yes, they did some things that were hurtful, but I also feel bad. I feel bad for saying it. I feel bad for setting boundaries with them now so that the cycle doesn't repeat. Like, they're my parents, right? Am, aren't I supposed to respect them and honor them? And all of the emotions that come in to the picture when you're healing as you're healing, A lot of times with my clients, before they get to the point of not feeling guilty or not feeling bad about um, their healing or really just being honest about their story, honest about the impact, right, of their story, they tell me things or we kind of work through how um, their relationship with their parents currently and when they were children, how that is impacting the way that they show up in their family today, right? Right. So we have lots of conversations around the energy that has been spent on managing the relationships with their parents and how that could truly be spent on working with their family right now. It's like you're feeling, you know, spending all this time and effort trying to make sure this parent doesn't get upset when you set this boundary or this doesn't happen or this does happen. And it takes away from your family. Now it drains you to the point where your family, your current family is the afterthought, not the priority. So one of the cycles that I see is usually a fall, a phone call happens or a visit happens from mom, right? And it goes south, right? It's kind of predictable a little bit at this point. Predictable in the sense that you're mad um, and now you take it out on your husband, right? So say he walks into the house He's like, what's wrong with you? None. (laughs) Right. So now you're not able to express your emotions with him because you felt unheard on this phone call you just got off of. Right. Or the children, your children see that you're annoyed or you're frustrated about something and they're always watching. Right. They try to break the ice and children don't necessarily know how to break the ice like we do. (laughs) So what do they do? They beg for attention to break the ice. Maybe I'm going to throw a tantrum or two. Maybe I'm going to throw, you know, the food across the other room so that you'll see me and I can see, are you truly upset with me or are you just upset in general? That's how children gauge their role and their play in your emotions, right? Instead of saying what's wrong, they do those types of things, right? And then what happens in response to that behavior? Maybe you yell, right? Maybe you storm off or you shut down. I can't do this anymore, right? Those mom ragey moments have their way of sneaking in. So now you're agitated, but not without guilt and not without shame, right? 
You're sitting there wanting to get out of the funk, but you can't. And you're playing it back in your mind like, what happened? How, why does this keep happening? Every day I feel like I'm in and out of being angry, being agitated, being frustrated. Every time I come home, there's always this happening and not happening. Now, let me just interject this and say, this is not science. Just because you're frustrated and anxious and agitated when you get home every day does not mean that it's because of your parents. (laughs) But this is a cycle that I see that can follow communication with an emotionally immature parent, right? And so um, you are then reacting and responding within your immediate family, which is your children and your husband, out of a response from how you were treated with talking with your mom, dad, or both. And the cycle is they say something, make you mad. You're mad now at the people that are within your house. They then do something, say something that makes you even more madder and you're stuck in this funk and you don't know how to get out of it. Does that sound familiar? Have you had to experience this thing? And typically this could happen every day. If you talk to that parent that says things and kind of sends you in this cycle, if you talk to them every day, there's opportunity every day for this to happen. Because what happens is if we know our parents to to say things or, you know, say things when we're on the phone with them and they do, a part of us is like, maybe this call will be different or maybe I can set the boundary and they'll listen But that doesn't actually happen, right? So the cycle continues. The cycle continues. So the mandates that we have as wife and parents, moms, is to steward our children and to steward our families, to steward um, our relationship. And to be able to steward, it requires courage, not confidence, not confidence just yet, Confidence comes after evidence. That's why it's so important for you to practice emotional safety, practice setting boundaries with yourself and with your family, because you get the evidence that it didn't overcome you. Was it hard? Very likely. Did it take you out? Nah. Nah. You're still here, right? You're still, your your arms and your legs still work. You didn't fly off into the abyss. You didn't lose control or the illusion of control. It didn't overcome you. You overcome it. Now you have this evidence and it gives you that confidence to continue in maintaining those boundaries or make difficult decisions around, do I need to decrease access or stop access altogether? But you have to have that courage to start it in the first place, right? Feeling bad about healing. It's like, yes, I could feel this guilt. I could feel the shame. I could listen to the voice of my mom, dad, or both. I could listen to. I can listen to society and what they deem to be um, rebellion against my parents I can compare, you know, how my family and maybe other family members treat and interact with their parents and try to use that as a rubric and keep myself feeling bad, like the the black sheep, like I'm the one that's doing the hurting now. I'm the one that's breaking up the family. You could believe that, right? Or you can practice the art of courage with stepping into the stewardship that you're called to. I think 
viewing your role as a generational shifter gives you that courage, right? This whole like it ends with me, that that energy, that unction, that like calling, quite frankly, to rise up in you and say, I, I'm not going to be able to do this. Not in this way. I'm not going to, I don't want to continue to feel this way. Because feeling that way will keep you answering the phone, doing the visits when you know that it always turns south and you know that by it turning south, the family responses and then you respond and it's just a downhill situation. So boundaries need to enter the chat. What kind of boundaries is up to you, but having the courage to start them in the first place, practicing emotional safety first with yourself, with a support person right? That understands your story without judgment, right? Practicing those things first, then starting to put into motion that gives you the confidence. Okay, I can do it. It hurt. They hurt my feelings, but I didn't crumble. Crumble. I didn't die. I didn't become this awful evil person. Everyone, you know, was looking at me with a target on my back. There are still people that know my heart and that know me, that still love me and know me for who I am. My husband still loves me. My kids think I am a superwoman. I still have my connection and my favor with God. I'm still in good standing. I'm not a terrible person. Feeling bad is not your fault, right? Feeling bad doesn't start with you. You've been conditioned to feel bad. But staying in that place of feeling bad, you do have a say in that. You have a say in that. Calling you into that, right? You have a say in that. Um, The emotional safety that I talk so frequently about is so important. Um, And it's one that when you embody, your kids see you embody it. Your marriage is better for it when you embody it. And who knows? Sometimes... When I've seen this before, not all the time, but I've seen it before when um, my client decides to hold a boundary, something happens with the parent and they say, "Okay, whatever. Maybe they not. Maybe they won't, you know, accept it with with, you know, raving reviews. That was the best. You're right. I love you. I should have never. Right. Maybe that's not the reaction. Maybe it's just like, okay, well. I'll, I'll stop and they stop not all the time but sometimes and sometimes we won't know until we take the courage if your parents are actively abusive then probably not it's probably not even worth having that conversation because they're not at that level to be emotionally responsible for that conversation and you can gauge that right you can gauge that because you know the patterns of your parents at this point Yeah, but functioning and operating out of something is wrong with you versus operating out of I am the steward of my um, emotional safety, practicing setting boundaries with myself and with my extended family, mom, dad, or both. That courage to be able to do that will follow up with the confidence that I need to continue and maintain that the more you do it, the less bad you feel. Cause then you realize coach, I've done everything. It's no matter how I spin it. I can flip it and reverse it. I can slow it down. I can see it in country. I can wrap it in hip hop. I can give you a contemporary Christian ballad and it still won't be enough, but I've tried. 
And therefore, I know it's not me. I have the understanding and all that getting, get an understanding. I have an understanding that it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. So working through this emotional safety, this building up of courage, this building up of confidence, this belief system, going back to the filing cabinet method we talked about in a few episodes back, getting back to what what is making me feel this way deeply, truly, honestly, unlearning that and learning how to take courageous steps towards stewarding your family and shifting um, your generation for your kids, for yourself, most importantly, first. But everyone who's attached to you reaps the benefits, right? Um, Having support with this is something that I would love to do. So if you want to work with me one-to-one, you can um, go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching. And I would be so happy to speak with you on how I can support you in being able to do this work. Um, It would be an honor. So momfullyyou.com backslash coaching to get started. And as always... It's been real. It's been fun. And I can't wait for us to do it again. But until then, take care.